गुड मॉर्निंग इट इज अ पर्टिकुलरली ब्यूटिफुल मॉर्निंग क्रिस्प एंड ब्रिस्क एंड क्लियर सो जस्ट बिफोर वी गेट स्टार्टेड अनाउंसमेंट अ रिफ्लेक्शन in the practice meetings this morning shelly will be sitting in with brian and again that's optional but just to give you a, a heads up and then just some reflections a little bit on what we're doing here just a reminder this incredibly delicate process that we're involved in of slowly steadily patiently deepening our samadhi our steadiness of mind and slowly steadily patiently refining our mindfulness so that we can become more and more sensitive and attuned to what's going on in here and what's going on out there so that we can heal what needs to be healed and we can release what needs to be released released and through that process experience transformative insights that lead to freedom freedom of heart and mind and perhaps the single most powerful support for that whole process is the noble silence that we're all committed to we're committed to it and all of us you know it's not always so easy to maintain that commitment totally speaking from my own experience it can be so tempting just to leave a quick note for another meditator just to post something inspiring on the board maybe offer a few words of advice to someone just engage in a little bit of friendly chit chat here and there i know that temptation well i could honestly spend the rest of this session just sharing all of my misadventures on that theme and i know how quickly the mind can go one and two assumptions i know what's going on with them i know what's happening in that situation i know what needs to be taken care of make assumptions we don't know the whole story so when in doubt give the benefit of the doubt don't get involved the other tendency of the mind is to go into justification i'm just being helpful i'm just being friendly i'm just being caring and so on but again in my own case every time i looked a little more deeply there was actually a mix of motives some of them may have been skillful some were not so skillful times some were outright harmful and every retreat somebody can be harmed by what seemed like a skillful intervention that actually wasn't So I was really appreciating hearing Tuwari sharing last night about the Buddha's words to Rahula which as she said can be summarized basically is reflect 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 before you do something reflect as you're doing it reflect after you've done it And to be clear he doesn't say think about what you did justify how right you were wallow in what a terrible person you are get caught in anger and shame and blame for days there's a really important distinction here between judgment and discernment so judgment takes everything personally makes a me out of it all whereas discernment just recognizes okay recognizes with kindness and care that wasn't so skillful 
It makes a resolve not to do it again in the future and then lets it go. So in all of this, the invitation, as Tuari said last night, is first practice with it in your own practice. If it's difficult, then please bring it to your teachers. Um, We can support you in the practice meetings if there's some kind of struggle going on. So this distinction again between judgment and discernment. Judgment gets caught in clinging and resisting and taking things personally, whereas discernment sees clearly without identifying with any of it. So that actually leads to what I'd like to offer a few further reflections on now. At this point in the retreat, we've finished laying out the the practice instructions. So in these sessions, uh, we may offer a few reflections at the beginning, and the meditations may be more just in silence. So I wanted to respond briefly to a question that came up in the basket. It says, could you elaborate on what clinging is? It seems like a central part of Buddhist teachings, but I didn't really get what it is or how not to do it. (laughs) Crucial last part of that question. So thank you for that question. In my talk on clinging and release the other night, I tried to start laying out some of this terrain. And it is terrain. There's a lot to it. And I say I attempted to start doing that because... In my own experience, and also in trying to convey what the Buddha taught, clinging is yet another one of those terms that seems deceptively simple, but also strangely elusive, because there's a lot of nuance and depth to it. Clinging, in the Buddha's understanding, he defined it as the five clinging aggregates of suffering. And nothing whatsoever is to be clung to. So in some ways, clinging is shorthand for suffering. Anytime you're suffering, if you look more deeply, somewhere there's going to be clinging or the opposite movement, resisting. So I invited us to notice just very simply to begin with in the body, the energetic movements of tightening and contracting and bracing and so on as clues that clinging is happening. The other level of clinging, and this is where it gets a little more complex, is clinging to experiences, taking them personally, and creating a whole identity out of them, making them me and mine and who I am. So in that example we were talking about earlier, that tendency to see what's going on, to assume I know what's happening, and I just need to do this little note or whatever it might be. There's identification there. So we'll be unpacking this probably more in coming talks, but just the second part of the question, how not to cling. Wouldn't it be nice if it was that easy? Just stop clinging. Yes? Not so easy. The first stage is mindfulness. And again, that's why I was inviting us to really use the body as a powerful channel of information. It can show us 
very physically, very directly, where there's that gripping, that tensing, that tightening that gives us clues, holding on, resisting. And even sometimes right there, we recognize our thinking and there's that frown. We recognize the tension in the forehead, around the eyes, just softening that tension. The clinging itself can also soften. And that's one reason why we've been emphasizing so much ease, relaxation, softening the tension. It's much easier to let go of the clinging when there's some physical ease. It's a little more difficult in relation to clinging as identification. But again, mindfulness is the first step. So just as an example, how might this clinging identification show up? Going into the dining room for lunch, noticing what's going on around us, noticing the mind going into judgment. I start to recognize, oh, all those nitpicky this and that and why. And I can recognize, oh, judging again. All these years of practice and you're still getting caught in criticism. You're so aversive. How many retreats have you done? You're never going to get rid of this judging. You really are a hopeless case. Oh, no, but that's judging. I'm not supposed to be judging. Stop the judging. On and on and on and on. This is clinging, identification, taking it personally, making it me, making it mine, making it who I am. There's also resisting, judging the judging, judging the judging of the judging, and so on. Again, mindfulness, the first step, just to recognize that energy and clear comprehension, the second step, clear comprehension. Really useful to pay attention to the inner language that's creating an identity. Yup, that's me, the one who always judges. It's not easy, but when we can pay close attention to that whole pattern or syndrome, we feel the suffering of it. Again, this is what Tuari was offering last night. We have to feel the pain of it, and then the mind naturally lets go. And with practice, it doesn't pick anything up in the first place. So we can come into the dining room, and we just recognize, oh, critical thinking, thoughts. The mind recognizes what's happening without appropriating any of it, without taking any of it as me or mine or who I am. It can just recognize, oh, judging being known. Familiar habit patterns coming up. Yeah, aversion is like this. And because we're not clinging to any of it, the thoughts can just naturally pass away of their own accord. So again, a lot more that could be said here, but I want to keep it simple for now and give us plenty of time just to settle back into the silence. I'll offer just a few words to help us enter in and maybe a little reminder at some point during the session. So for now, just shifting gears slightly, taking a moment to notice as we start meditating. Sometimes right there we can notice the mind going to, oh, here we go. Here's me, 
doing my meditation. And there can be a subtle pressure. I need to be mindful. Okay, here we go. I need to do this well. Sit properly. Relax. I'm supposed to relax. Should be more relaxed. If that happens to be true for you, just notice with a smile. Oh, clinging, identifying, wanting to get it right, wanting to be good, wanting to be successful. And right there, soften, release, relax, to whatever extent you can. Establishing some ease in the body. Checking in with those areas of your body where you often do tend to store tension or tightness. And inviting some degree of softening and ease. And taking your time with this process of softening, releasing, relaxing. And then in your own time, when you're ready, attuning to that connection with your anchor, the body, breathing, sounds. Or if you're not using an anchor, coming into choiceless attention. As we settle more deeply into the silence now.
Just gently noticing, where's the attention now? How is the mindfulness now? Is the awareness soft and receptive, relaxed and clear? Just staying steady with the ever-changing flow of experiences. Or has perhaps the attention got hooked or caught, snagged somewhere? Maybe entangled in some kind of thinking or an emotion? Without the slightest trace of judgment, just acknowledging, recognizing if there is any energetic movement of clinging or resisting. Tuning into the body, softening any tension in the forehead, the eyes, the mouth, the jaw, the shoulders, the chest, the belly. Re-establishing ease in the body. Re-establishing ease in the heart and the mind. And then returning to the anchor or to the flow of choiceless attention.
So as we move into another day of practice, you might like to just remember the aspirations that you made last week that are up here on the shrine. And in support of those aspirations, that recommitment to not harming yourself, not harming others, just continuing this kind and diligent practice for the benefit of us all. Thank you. Enjoy. Appreciate this day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.